This is Messages from the Universe with Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. Here, Lori delivers information from the Mastery Realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. She connects with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone, to Messages from the Universe podcast. Hello, this is Lori Wentra, and thank you for listening. Happy New Year and welcome to the new year of 2024. I always love the energy of going into a new year. It seems full of hope. It's refreshing. We get tired of the old and the new year feels like the welcoming of something new. There's many traditions built around the new year, decluttering, cleaning your home, opening up the back door and sweeping the dirt out the back door while opening the front door and welcoming in the new energies of the new year. I remember one year when my children were small, we all gathered outside and banged pots and pans and noticed that there were several neighbors that also joined us out their front door welcoming in the new year. But when you think about it, it's just another day. At midnight, we suddenly declare we are leaving one year or a time frame or the energy of something and moving into something new. At the stroke of the clock, we are declaring we can start something new. We celebrate with fireworks, party favors, and cheering to say out with the old and in with the new. And then there is our human side where we think if we're saying out with the old, we must define what that old is and get rid of it and then define what the new is and act upon it. It's part of our DNA for evolving and making ourselves this human, this continuation of making ourselves better. So it would seem odd for us to not at least think about what we are done with when we feel old is old energy and then declare something fresh and something new for us. Many talk about New Year's resolutions. It's that time to form promises that we make to ourselves or to others. Those promises that we will continue to evolve. Resolution, a firm decision to do or not do something. We resolve to do or not do something. A promise to yourself to get something done, ideally along with a plan on how to make that happen. A resolution can be a goal that you set informally or formally and keep private, or you can share your goals and plans with other people. I personally don't like the term resolution, though many continue to use this term, and that's all right. The concept and the desire to change is still the goal. Many might find themselves using the word intent, setting an intent for what you want in the future, or setting intents for what you want the new year to bring. I'm finding myself using the word focus more frequently. And why? Where where resolution is a promise we make to ourselves, and where we often don't like to break promises to others, many have no feelings about breaking the promises we make to ourselves. And if you've found you've had a tradition of resolving or setting resolutions and then they fade off through the year, know that you're not alone. The word itself, resolution, vibrates to the number three, which is completion or past, now, future, which sounds very, very hopeful. Think good, speak good, act good, but the third item is where we often fall off. 
we don't complete that act good. We don't have an action plan or the action plan doesn't fit where we are in life. The word intent or intense is an act or instance of determining mentally upon some action or result. That vibrates to the number four, which is stability. And again, completion, the number of a square, the number of foundations, materially, physically, practicality, and prosperity, the number that connects mind, body, spirit with the physical world of structure and organization. And that sounds great, right? So why does that also fall off when we set intense? And we often say plural intentions, resolutions, thus fracturing our energy. We might flippantly say, I intend to take these actions, or my resolution is to do this. The word in itself, focus, is a central point as of attraction, attention, or activity. And the word focus vibrates to the number one. It is action, beginnings, newness, hope, and now. It's like putting that laser focus on what it is you are working on now. What is your focus? It directs your energy to the thing. And that in itself can be uncomfortable for some people because they don't have the thing defined, whether it's to lose weight, get out of debt, pursue a new hobby or career goal, maybe socialize or get out in nature more or something else. We've made it part of our festivities of closing out one year and entering into another. Why we do this at New Year's and not any other time of the year like our birthday or the start of spring has always interested me. It's a collective hope with so many people committing to goals for the new year with hope and optimism that change can happen It's in the air and we all feel it. That's stating our resolution. We energetically and sometimes magically move in that direction. Where the reality is, however, that over 90% of New Year's resolutions will be abandoned within just a few months. This may begin a mental cycle of failure for some people. We're giving up on what was promised means you've broken a promise to yourself. And that brings in feelings of failure, guilt, telling stories about why it didn't work out or turns into something bigger where you don't share any of your visions or goals because you fear failure or that you break a promise to yourself or to others around you. So why doesn't this work? Some reasons include the idea that maybe you're thinking too big and not considering the why behind them or the fact that You may not be ready for the change. It sounds good, but maybe you're not in an energetic position to actually make the change. Perhaps something is not healed that's allowing for the beginning of the new chapter. Maybe you have to finish something in your past before you can move forward. Sometimes we can declare we're done with something, but often if we have wounds or learnings yet from a situation, we can't simply declare it's done. We have to do some sort of work even to make that declaration. We have to do the work in order to complete it. It's like building a house. You can't just declare it's done. You have to finish the work. It has to pass inspection. Sometimes you have to live in it for a while before you see where all the flaws or the improvements still need to happen. Optimism is great, but it's often not enough for change to occur. There are natural changes that we are ready for, and the universe is already leading us in this area. And if we pay attention, 
we are already moving in that direction. And maybe the goal is to release any resistance we have to the change. Usually New Year's resolutions are optional things. So if we hate doing it, any goal we set is just pain and we're really not sure what the reward is going to be. We're just not going to do it. For example, if your resolution is to go to the gym three times a week, but you hate going to the gym, you know you won't meet your goal. You have to understand the why behind that goal. What has you desiring to go to the gym three times a week? What's the goal? We also have to understand the pain of not changing. And that pain of not changing has to be greater than the pain of changing for us really to invoke change. As humans, there are stages of change and there's a model, stages of change model that can be used as a way to understand the process that people go through before they psychologically are ready to change. And the model consists of the following stages. One is pre-contemplation. This is about starting to become aware that there may be something that needs to change. And characteristics that pop up in this stage are denial and sometimes pure ignorance of the problem. Sometimes it's pointed out by somebody else, but that doesn't mean you are ready for the change. And strategies to navigate the stage is rethinking your behavior, being very observant and analyzing yourself and your actions, how you respond to certain situations and how people might respond to you. One of our steps of evolution is to become more observant. So of course, the universe is going to give us plenty of opportunities to observe ourselves, to practice the skill and the gift of observation, assess the risks of any current behaviors or experiences that we have. Dive into the whys. Don't be afraid to ask the hard question of, have you ever tried to change this behavior in the past? How do you recognize that it even is a problem? What would you have to have happen for you to consider this to be a problem? And why do you want this change? How would your life or you be different with this change? And what would you need to focus on? There's that word, focus. What would you need to focus on? The second stage of change is contemplation. You're thinking about the change. And the characteristics here are ambivalence and often conflicted emotions. Do I need to change? Do I want to change? Do I want to do the work? And the strategies to navigate this are to weigh out the pros and the cons of any change. Confirm your readiness and your ability to change. Identify any barriers to change, processes, people, places, things that might need to change in order to support you changing. And during this stage, people often become more and more aware of the potential benefits of making the change, but the cost tend to stand out even more. The work that needs to be done. This can scare people away. This conflict creates a strong sense of ambivalence about changing. Because of this uncertainty, the contemplation stage of change can sometimes last months or even years. So it requires focus. Many people never make it past the contemplation phase. Or we make empty promises. There again, resolutions, intense or focus. We make those promises to change. You may view change as a process of giving something up rather than a means of gaining emotional, mental, or physical benefits. If you are contemplating a behavior change, there are some important questions to ask yourself. Why? 
Why do you want to change? Is there anything preventing you from changing? And what are some things that could help you make this change? And what would you need to focus on? There's that word again. And stage three is preparation. You start putting a plan together to make a change. And characteristics are experimenting with small changes and collecting information about change. Oftentimes we plan for something so huge, we make it incredibly impossible to make the change. So start small. The strategies to help you navigate this is write down your goals. Prepare a plan of action. Make a list of motivating statements or motivating actions or celebrations of outcomes and start small. And during the preparation stage, you might even make or begin to make those small changes to prepare for larger life changes. For example, if your goal is to quit smoking, you might switch brands or smoke less each day. If it's to get to the gym, you might start by walking or doing some activities at home as you prepare. You might also take some sort of direct action, such as consulting a therapist, a professional, joining a health club, or reading some self-help books. If you're looking for a career change, you may update your resume, start to make a list of places or jobs you'd like to have, people that you might contact. You focus. You begin to hone in what is important to focus on. And stage four is about you make the change. You direct action toward a goal. And strategies to help you navigate this is reward your celebration with your of your successes. Acknowledge this stage. Acknowledge where you hit a goal, you succeed, or even when you've run into bumps in the road. Acknowledge that you've hit this place in the goal and adjust. During the fourth stage of change, people begin to take direct action to accomplish their goals. And that includes acknowledging what doesn't go so well. Oftentimes we fail because the previous steps have not been given enough thought or time of focus. So this is a step of just making adjustments. And as humans, we get to make adjustments. For example, many people make a New Year's resolution to lose weight and immediately start a new exercise regimen, embarking on a healthier diet and cut back on snacks. And these definitive steps are vital to success, but these efforts are often abandoned in a matter of weeks because the previous steps haven't been overlooked and they're too overwhelming. We haven't prepared ourselves. We haven't done the mind work as to why. It's a disruption, and we don't like disruptions, so we stop. If you're currently taking action toward achieving any goals in life, congratulate yourself. Reward yourself for any positive steps that you take. Reinforce and support are extremely important in helping maintain positive steps towards change. But don't be afraid to have any setbacks, as this is just an adjustment just a change of course or change of plan. So take the time to review your motivations, your resources, and of course your progress in order to refresh your commitment and believe in your abilities. Understand and continue to focus. Focus on why you're doing this. What am I going to do today? What am I going to do this moment? Not in a month, not in a year. What am I going to do today? What's your progress today? And then what's the next step? for continued success. Then we get into step five, which is maintenance. And this is where you determine how to maintain the change. It's one thing to change and stay there without falling back into old patterns, old beliefs, the comfort of what you've known before. The characteristics are maintenance is really, it's a new behavior. It's avoiding any temptations, avoiding relapse 
or mental cycles of self-defeat. The words that might spin in your head like, I can't do this. I've been here before, but I've also had setbacks or failures before. Or the question of why am I even doing this? Why am I working so hard? You also might experience a fear of accomplishment. So once this is accomplished, then what might you focus on? If all your energy is going to this one goal and when you've completed it, where does your energy go? Well, strategies to navigate this is remember to celebrate. Go back to the whys you are doing this, the outcomes. Take a pause moment to acknowledge what you've changed and how good it feels, where you were, where you are now, and then what's the next goal. But give yourself that space to experience now. That's what focus does. It allows us to hone in and to magnify what we are looking at now, today. At all stages, there's a point of focus that puts your energy into the present moment. You may view into the past or future, but your energy is in the present with an understanding of where you've been, where you're going, and what to focus on today. Successful change means knowing what stage that you are in and not being afraid to look back as you look forward. Pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, or even the stage of maintenance. Most set a resolution or intent when they are at the action stage, but haven't gone through the whys or planning phase. I'll set a goal and figure it out as I go. Just doesn't work. That's like saying I'm going to build a house and figure it out as I go. Some projects or goals require a plan. And if you're seriously going to make sustainable progress, you have to go through these steps. You have to have the steps of pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, planning, action, and then maintenance. I often give out stones that have a word printed on. I do this during events sometimes with friends, clients. And I've noticed a new trend over the years where people often choose their word for the year. And this is good. But I'm always curious how people might use this. Might it be a reminder of what your focus is in whatever action you're taking? A word such as happiness comes to mind, that in whatever action I take, I will find happiness in this activity. Even if I trip and fall, I'll find happiness in this activity. Now there's a focus. How about the word peace? or joy. I will find peace in all my actions. And if you feel frustrated or defeated, maybe a little bit angry some days, maybe you look upon this word as a reminder to find peace in this given moment, within the situation that you're experiencing. All of these practices can create success and create the field upon which you can create change. Because as humans, that's the one thing we are sure of is change. And the base of it, it's understanding why you want a particular change. The universe is going to bring you change anyway, but the changes that you want to create, why do you want those changes? The pain of not changing has to be greater than the pain of changing for us to really drive to change without going through the work of focus. Some people are good at living within the energy of pain. They can survive and tolerate pain. So we need to focus on why we want this change. What needs healing and understanding? 
What would this change mean for us when it's complete or as we are making progress? We have to continue to focus on what we want and why we want it, and as always, be aligned to the path of the soul. New Year's comes once a year, but we have the ability to declare change at any time of our life. Every moment provides that opportunity to continue our goals or start new ones, to focus. This is such a powerful gift we have as humans, the ability to shift our energy and therefore the direction and the experiences that we have. We can focus. Focus your energy and along the path, if you need help, ask your angels, ask your guides, your loved ones to help you. The universe has you and the universe will help you focus. I'm Lori Wundra of Your Life Corps. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe podcast with Lori Wundra of Your Life Corps. For current events or to schedule a private session with Lori, please visit yourlifecore.com.